Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Ralph Waldo Emerson would be 205 years old today. I was first introduced to his work as a child, and by high school, I numbered him among my closest companions. In 1841, he wrote an essay on his idea of what some people call God. He called it the Oversoul. In celebration of his birthday, I want to share with you some reflections on his essay, The Oversoul. It is the bedrock of my understanding of a higher power at work in our lives. But let me start by affirming that there are Unitarian Universalists who believe in God, Unitarian Universalist atheists, and Unitarian Universalist agnostics, those who affirm that the existence of a higher power is unknown and unknowable, limited to our experience. In Emerson's Oversoul, there is something for everyone. First, just two paragraphs of biography. Ralph Waldo Emerson was born in Boston in 1803. His father was the Unitarian minister of First Church. Emerson graduated from Harvard and went on to serve Second Church in Boston, now merged with First Church. In those days, communion was routinely served in Unitarian churches. Emerson left our ministry after two and a half years because he could no longer serve communion in good conscience. He settled in Concord and became friends, good friends, with Henry David Thoreau and was acclaimed as a heretical writer and lecturer. We would have loved his politics. Just two examples. First, in 1840, he published the transcendentalist magazine, The Dial, with a woman, Margaret Fuller. Second, he was outraged by the passage of the Fugitive Slave Law in 1850. He called it a filthy enactment and vowed not to obey it by God. Emerson died in 1882, just shy of his 79th birthday. There's much, much more to say about his life. I commend to you Robert Richardson's anointed book, Emerson, The Mind on Fire, but now to the Oversoul. Here's how it was first explained to me, which is too simplistic, but close enough to grow on. When each of us is born, a piece of the Oversoul breaks off and takes up residence in us. When we die, that piece returns to the whole. In this way, every one of us is ensouled, the same way as every other. All these years later, we can hear this idea echoing in the first principle of Unitarian Universalism, the covenant to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every human being. I want to read you some passages from the essay now just so you can hear the beautiful language, um, but first a heresy alert. I'm going to update Emerson's language to make it a little less distracting to us. So here's Ralph Waldo Emerson for today. 
Humanity is a stream whose source is hidden. Our being is descending into us from we know not whence. Notice that Emerson didn't say our being descended into us. Instead, is descending. We are being given life in every moment. Our being is descending into us from we know not whence. I am constrained every moment to than the will I call mine, the universal beauty to which every part and particle is equally related, the eternal one. And this deep power in which we exist and whose beatitude is all accessible to us is not only self-sufficing and perfect in every hour, but the act, the seer and the spectacle, the subject and the object are one. We see the world piece by piece as the sun, the moon, the animal, the tree, but the whole of which these are shining parts is the soul. So there you have Emerson's definition of soul and over soul. As I said, our soul has its beginnings in the one, meaning